Who'd like some appetizers? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's what I like to hear. Hey, these buns look good. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're so soft and warm. Ray! Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. These are delicious. Well, thank you, my child. I made them by hand. <laughs> okay, here we go. I think the taters are just about done. I'm just gonna give them one quick whisk here. Okay, now, dig in. All right, now it's time for the turkey. Oh, what a beautiful no, bird. No, 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 no. Hey, 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 man. Why don't you just relax and just let me do that for you? Yeah. yeah. Rest that little hand. It's my pleasure, but what a nice young man to Thank offer. You. Let me give you a little pinch there. Come on. Oh, fuck it. You know, a lot of people are kind of intimidated about making a turkey, but really it's very simple. You just have to know the anatomy of a turkey, and it's got over here just the tiniest little stink hole, but it's big enough to get your hand right up inside it. Stuff the shit out of it. I cook it with all the giblets, the penises and the ginies. And now a lot of people like to baste their turkeys, but I use this. I lick like that. And get into the little hiney hiney hole. <laughs> That's nice and good. I don't know what the hell that is, but I lick it anyway. Oh. Up and down. Oh. And then I like to dip that right on there. <laughs> and if you get one of these, go pull that off and bam, that just kicks it up a little bit. All right, I think that's almost ready now. And then we bring it to the table. Mm, good. All right, who's ready for a wing? Gobble, gobble. Cluck, cluck. <laughs> this is episode 49 of uh, Grill. How long steak, mister? Uh, we're not doing steaks today. We're doing turkey. Oh, that's right. Uh, how long? How, how long does how long do you, does it take to cook a turkey? You know, um, I'm going to say it takes around 8 to 10 hours, in my opinion. Slow roast. Fun fact, people, uh, that turkey that you uh, bought at that restaurant was not cooked that day. <laughs> it was cooked the day before. Hell yeah. Uh, I am your host of Grill Hall Lost Take, Mr. Uh, Bobby Stills. Crossing me, the co-ho. Uh, Johnny Toonami. Johnny Toonami. Uh, we are recording to you in uh, <laughs> South Lake Union, Seattle, Washington, uh, at the Studio 212. 212. Part of the Soundcasting Network. It is a uh, day before Thanksgiving, so... Uh, oh, it's Tuesday. Whatever, Tuesday. <laughs> I was trying to lie to the people. Yeah, so it is cold and rainy here in Seattle. It's cold in the studio. Everybody is sick. <sighs> so sick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's cold season, so uh, look for them chefs behind in the open kitchen with that runny nose. Ugh. It's happening, people. It sucks, man. 
I got hit so hard. <laughs> yeah. We'll jump right into the updates. Go ahead, Johnny. All right. Uh, I've kind of had like a shitty week this week. I think I just like angered the gods on all fronts. Because like, you remember I told you last week I cracked my phone and then they were trying to say something about my car and shit like that. And then literally two days later, I wake up and my temperature is like 101. And I'm like, what's going on? And so I'm like, shit, I'm hella sick. Take a day off of work. End up having to take the whole week off because your boy got hella sick. At least your chef sent you home. Yeah, I I went into work one day. Much respect, Dustin, right? Yeah, Dustin Ross. Chef Dustin. Yeah, Uh, I went into work. Thanks for not making my boy work. Yeah, it was nice. You know, I I, I took off Thursday because I was sick. Uh, Friday, he gave me a call and was like, if you're not feeling 100%, you should probably stay out. Uh, And so I stayed out Friday. And then Saturday, I went in to do some grind, you know, and I was like, I got to do something. And he pulled me aside five hours into my shift and was like, you look like shit. You need to go home. Uh, then I came back in Sunday and, you know, did it. But, you know, I've been sick for a while. I got more sick yesterday or Monday after working on Sunday. I was like, no, I stressed myself out too much. <laughs> so, but other than that, you know, the week's been the week's been good. I got a lot of time to uh, enjoy my new apartment and uh, uh, catch up on some TV and uh, some, some other food stuff that I've been, you know, doing. What's going on tomorrow night? Uh, Wednesday. Oh, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> talk about that. Uh, All right, but you know, I got some things. You know, I'm doing some things. Put it in work. Put it in work. You Put know, it in the dirt. Yeah, but uh, gotta keep. You know, you gotta, you gotta keep your 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 uh, horizons broadened. I guess you should. <laughs> yeah, I could say. Uh, did you eat anywhere that you wanted to speak to the people about? Dude, today was the first time I've eaten in like three days, <laughs> and I had a big ass fucking cup of chili from Met Market, and it was flame. <laughs> I can I can tell it it definitely is flame. Yeah. It's flaming from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, my butt for sure. All right, update for me. Uh do I want to talk shit? Now nah, let's keep it positive. Yeah, keep it positive. Uh you know, I got sat down today, uh spoken to. Uh nothing too bad. That's good. A couple I told Johnny about it. Did you have it. to flash on somebody? No, I didn't flash on nobody. I'm trying to I'm trying to pick out pick out the Judases. <laughs> the, <laughs> Them fake motherfuckers. In the squad. Uh, I think I narrowed it down to who was uh, talking shit uh, because I'm a pretty direct guy. Are you going to be like cold? No, no, no. I'm going to be, I'm going to try to figure out what the problem is and try to fix it. There you go. And, and there really wasn't an answer as to what the problem was. Uh, Just somebody was beefing. Somebody said some shit and they approached me about it and I was like, uh, can you be a little bit more specific? That's pretty broad. <laughs> Uh, not, not a really big deal. Uh, just somebody tried to say, uh, flex on my skills and say I wasn't doing my job when, uh, I go about, uh, 87% every day. (laughs) That's the thing though. It's like, I was, I was talking to my boys about it and they're like, my boy was like, why do, why do something if you're not going to do it perfect? And I'm like, I agree with that full heartedly. Like (laughs) I'm totally behind you. But at the same time, I'm just like, I ain't trying to do that every day. Uh, You should be, man. You're not on that level. I, I guess so. I mean, I, 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 my, I, I, every time I put something on my plate, I think it represents me. Yeah, totally. And, and, and I live by the ethos. A chef told me a long time ago, would you serve that to your mother? Oh, yeah, for sure. No, good I, thing totally. I don't, Good thing I don't like my mom. And good thing, well, <laughs> no, good thing no. my mom doesn't eat good food. So. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm happy with every... I don't serve bullshit. Oh, no. It's never about serving bullshit. And I be bullshit. catching people trying to serve bullshit. Yeah, no, for sure. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is that? So I try and, you know, sometimes if it don't look up to par, you know, we, we patch it up. 
We make it look good. What was what was it? A quote that I saw from Paul Bocuse, and he was like, uh, he's like, if a carpenter messes something up, he he sands it, and then if somebody else messes something up, they do this. But if a chef messes something up, they cover it up with sauce and call it a new <laughs> recipe. I was like, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, other than that, yeah, I've been sick. Uh, I got sick. I felt it coming on. I've been sick for over a week. Uh, yeah, they don't let you know. I got to go home early. Uh, I got some recover for me, but I was in bed all weekend uh places i ate um i got a shout out annapura uh up on the hill it's a tibetan restaurant yeah place bomb yeah bomb.com uh but my lady was like uh she you know she's all into the herbs and that's an establishment though that's been there for a minute yeah it's always bomb.com but i was sick and my lady was like all right so a no dairy b Mm. uh no gluten we're gonna try to go no meat, heavy spices. So she went and got me gluten free bread, some soup, flesh spices. Out. It did. It worked. Um, I don't know if it was me or the food, but uh, it was yeah. delicious. Uh, I have not been taking care of myself while being sick. Well, you gotta get on top of that stuff. Yeah, I know. I thought I, I thought I caught it. I was like, I nipped this one in the bud. I'm like, I'm good. And then I was like, nah. Other than that, uh, I have uh, don't think I've eaten anywhere um, else. I've been too sick. Uh, where are you eating for Thanksgiving? Uh, I'm going to my auntie's house in uh, Woodenville, which is kind of wine country in Washington. Those uh, black people Thanksgiving memes have been going around. The oh, internet. my God. They're so fire. good. They're so good. When you try to spend the night at your cousin's <laughs> house. <laughs> And Bob says, no, oh man, it's so clowning though. Yeah. Um, so this episode of Grill Hall on Steak, mister? Uh, it's coming out in about uh, 20 minutes. Thank you. Um, we're going to eat. We're going to just do uh, some fun Thanksgiving things. Everything Turkey Day. Everything Turkey Day. Or everything uh, Day of Thanks. So I'm going to give a quick uh, rundown of Thanksgiving uh, in case people don't know. Uh, yeah, Robbie, what, is, what the fuck is Thanksgiving? Well, I mean, I, I, I remember learning this stuff when I was in school, but um, all I knew was like the pilgrims landed. Uh, and then they made friends with some Indians. Yeah. And then they <laughs> slaughtered the Indians <laughs> and then they just jacked all their recipes. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what I remember. What do you remember? Uh, from what I remember is that it was kind of like a hunky dory sort of situation where like there were some there were some turmoils beforehand, you know, and then they were like, let's be friends, you know, even though we're different. So you would think that, but that's not, no, that's, that's not definitely not how it happened. But all right. <laughs> so from what, uh, what we read, uh, what we read up on today, uh, about September of 1620, um, everybody knows the Mayflower, uh, took off from Plymouth, England with about 102 people. Uh, the trip lasted about 66 days. Uh, and when they got across the water, they anchored in uh, Cape Cod, Massachusetts, which I did not know that. Yeah, I mean, that makes it makes sense, though. Like, you know, that's yeah, but that's where they anchored at. And they rode in. They got supplies. They came back out. Um, they waited, you know, a month before they went into the bay and they landed in Plymouth, whatever, Massachusetts, whatever they, you know. The birthplace of America. I guess. No, that's not true. <laughs> uh, so uh, most of the most of the people on the ship stayed there, uh, stayed in there through the winter, uh, and uh, they didn't survive that winter. About half of the the ship uh, died. I think they said they had fifty two survivors. Yeah, uh, I mean, when you live on it, you're getting dysentery and like you know <laughs> scurvy. scurvy. Yeah, <laughs> like gotta have them lemons. Yeah, there's rats and shit. Um, yeah, so the re- remaining crew, about fifty two of them, uh, in March, uh, they moved ashore, and an Abenaki Indian uh, had greeted them um, in English. I don't, hey. know, I don't know how he knew English. How? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, they're going to kill me <laughs> with this podcast that, of this network. Uh, speaking of, uh, you can listen to Breakdances with Wolves here on the Soundcasting Network, Indigenous Pirate Radio. Hey. All right. Uh, shout out, Jossie. Yeah. Uh, so he greeted them uh, in English, and then he returned a couple days later with your man Squanto. Yep. Uh, now, I, I know the name Squanto, but is it from television or is it history books? It's probably from television. Who's Squanto? Uh, is he on Lone Ranger? Yeah. No, that's Tonto. <laughs> Squanto, but, Tonto. Squanto, I feel like, I don't know. I can't really remember. I stopped watching Thanksgiving so, things a long Squanto time ago. Squanto came back with your boy, the Abenaki Indian. Um, and he made friends with the pilgrims, um, and he taught them how to live off the land. Uh, he taught them how to harvest corn, told them how to get that syrup out them trees. Uh, he also taught them how to fish. Uh, so like these white people are useless. (laughs) Uh, fun fact about, uh, Squanto. I learned this is kind of brutal. Uh, it reminds me of 12 years a slave, but this is even worse. So the reason why Squanto befriended the white man, the pilgrims who are from England is because he was kidnapped by a English sea captain okay. and sold into slavery, took, taken back to London, England, and sold into slavery. And then he escaped <sighs> and made his way back to the United States. And Damn. Uh, he made his life's mission to uh, you know educate the Indians there about being kidnapped. <laughs> so he, I guess maybe he was going to check their temperature, make sure they were there for good and not evil. <laughs> All right. So anyway... <laughs> So um, now uh, in November, so, okay, so he taught them all how to live off the land, taught them how to fish, set them on their way. They set up their colony, their establishment, right? And so the next year, next November, um, after their first successful harvest, corn harvest, Mm -hmm. uh, they wanted to invite uh, the local tribe, which was the Wapanog tribe, uh, to dinner. Uh, to thank them for teaching them how to live off the land. Uh, for being and, the homies. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shout outs uh, <laughs> to the Wapanogs. Um, so basically, uh, the first Thanksgiving was in November of 1621. Uh, it wasn't just dinner. It was like a three-day feast. And basically, uh, they did not have turkey there. Um, I guess the pilgrims, uh, they sent a group of men out fowling. Which, yeah. which go and catch birds. I don't think they had guns and stuff, right? Uh, you know, I'm not entirely sure what they had, but like when I was reading in some of the things, they were saying that there was an account of somebody saying that they were going turkey hunting, but that is it not. It wasn't turkeys. It, 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 yeah, you know, that's all speculation. We weren't there, so. <laughs> yeah, so the pilgrims went fouling. And they also had tons of fall vegetables yep. that there was their first harvest. Um, so there was tons of stuff there. And then being along the coast. Uh, yeah. And then the Indians, they brought deer. Yeah. Uh, they also brought, uh, brought shellfish and fruit. Uh, that's another fun fact that I learned. Uh, there's also a mention that they might have had seal. Yeah, get that blubber. Swan <laughs> and uh, lobster. Never fucked with the swan. That, that makes sense in Massachusetts. It does. Um, but... I was just interested in uh, knowing that I don't understand why we don't have fish and shellfish at Thanksgiving. Uh, I mean, I think that over time, it's kind of like playing telephone, you know, Uh, things start to evolve and become different things. And at the end of the conversation, it's something completely different than what it started out being, you know? Um, I mean, I wanted to touch a little bit more on, or not more on, but the fact that uh, this has been spanning for a long time, it says. So I guess like in ancient times, the Egyptians and the Greeks and the Romans. Uh, John, are you trying to say that this was not the very first Thanksgiving dinner? 
this was the very first Thanksgiving dinner for America. Okay. But uh, for the world, as we know it, no, it was not. Because um, if you really want to think about it um, in a way that you can, it's, it's like to broaden the aspect, um, it's more of a of a harvest bounty festival, you know. So true that the first harvest comes. Yeah, in. the first harvest Squad comes. Squad up, in. exactly. We, so every time starving, every time you have your fall harvest, uh, it's customary to um, thank the gods for your harvest because it's you're going into hard times. Hell, Satan. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, so yeah, so like the Egyptians and the Romans back in the day, what they would do is after their fall bounty is um, they would throw these giant festivals, which were basically giving thanks to the gods and saying. Um, uh, thank you for what you've given us and uh, hopefully you will bless us for the upcoming year and you know yeah but this is specifically um, like breaking bread with uh, some somebody else yeah do you have any other examples of that of breaking bread with somebody else yeah I mean I break bread with you all the time no 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 not me I'm talking about history <laughs> oh in history uh, not really <laughs> you'd be unprepared as hell uh, no <laughs> Search on that phone, buddy. Oh, no, sorry. Hold on. Blame it on being sick. I will blame it on being sick. Um, now, there's a couple other accounts of, um, you know, years before there was a, a situation where some British sailors had landed in uh, Florida, uh, southern Florida, and they had met some Indians there, and they were pretty much dying. And the Indians pretty much nursed them back to health with food oh, and, I didn't see that one. and fed them for um, a couple of days straight. And then they wanted to throw them a dinner once they got better to say thank you. Um, and that was Thanksgiving. They were giving thanks for Almighty God and the so, Native Americans uh, nursing them back to health. So yeah. that, I think that was probably, uh, I want to say, 50 years before that. 50 years before the Mayflower? The Mayflower, yes. Well, there you go. So who knows? You never know. All you got to, all basically what it's trying to say is that Thanksgiving is exactly what the word is, you know, giving thanks to whatever. Uh, that's why I think like when you have Thanksgiving dinner, uh, I don't know if people still do this, but I'm, I mean, with my family, yeah, you go around the table and you say what you're thankful for. Um, I know that this year I'm definitely thankful to have the time off to spend with my family. Uh, I know a lot of people in this industry don't get that this day off, you know, to, I, I usually work Thanksgiving. Yeah. I always pick the morning shift. Yeah, you know, it's always nice to pick the morning <laughs> shift. My family actually eats in the morning. So it's really funny. Like, they're like, we're eating at three. You know, like, I guess you just eat all day if you do it like that. But um, <laughs> yeah, so it's nice that I get the day off. So I'm going to I'm gonna definitely be thankful for that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you want to talk more about turkey? Yeah, I want to. I'm, I'm a little interested in into where where turkey Turkey came into the game. Where Turkey came into the game. Yeah. Uh, why, why is it a tradition that we eat turkey on Thanksgiving? A tradition why we eat turkey on Thanksgiving. Well, it's been it's been around for a while. Um, and it all started back with like um, Benjamin Franklin. And he wanted to make uh, the turkey the national bird. Not the bald eagle? Not the bald eagle. I mean, if you've ever seen a turkey uh, compared to a bald eagle, turkeys are way more majestic than bald eagles. Dude, baller, man. The yeah. size of them, them boobs. 
<laughs> turkey boots? They're just like super, they're like gutter looking, you know? They're just I don't like, know, man. Bald Eagle. Now, I have always talked about, <laughs> I don't even want to say this, but maybe I've said it on this show before, but I've had this discussion with people before too. I would love to try Bald Eagle. <laughs> it's illegal in this country to. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But I think it would be delicious. I don't, think, I don't think it would be it that good. It tastes like freedom. It, <laughs> it tastes like America. <laughs> and you know, like when you see eagles on TV and they do that noise, it's not a noise that an eagle makes. It's a hawk noise. <laughs> yeah, I guess like... Let that, me see you hear your hawk noise. And, <laughs> <laughs> I guess eagles don't make, I guess eagles don't make very uh, majestic noises. That's a fun fact. Uh archaeologist or scientist just came out and said that that's what dinosaurs sounded like. They didn't roar. They screeched like birds. Well, yeah, because aren't, aren't dinosaurs... Some, not all. Yeah, but they're distant relatives. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we got way off topic with right. that one. We're, hey. both, we're both sick. Um, but yeah, so basically um, it's it started... Um, it wasn't started in in 1621, but like in 1827, I want to say there uh, was a petition by the lady who uh, wrote the song "Mary Had a Little Lamb," <laughs> right? <laughs> so she she petitioned for 36 years and write writing politicians and uh, and presidents and all these people just basically trying to say like we need to make Thanksgiving a national holiday and we need to eat turkey on that day. Um, this is her doing? It's not. I mean, this is a theory that it's her doing. Uh, but uh, it took a really long time. Abraham Lincoln decided that he would make Thanksgiving on the last Thursday of the month after her 36-year trial. Um, and what he wanted to do for Thanksgiving, which is interesting, is another day of thanks. It's basically, um, or not really a day of thanks, but is to help people mourn um, during the Civil War. So basically, it was a time to spend with your family. Put down the guns? Yeah, put down the guns and kind of just like mourn the people who have died, um, who are out there risking their lives and the turmoil that was going around. Um, and the turkey was bountiful back then. It was uh, uh, like abundance. Yeah. So, turkey everywhere. You know, wild. Wild turkey. Um, I drink a lot of wild turkey. It's really interesting, though, because there, it's... If I, on all the things I looked up, they nobody was saying like this is why we eat turkey. Nobody really knows why we eat turkey on Thanksgiving. We just kind of do. It just kind of evolved into that. Um, but then you know, like with when you're eating birds, you get you, you, your natural sides coming out. You know, the stuffings, the the mashed potatoes. Um, you know, I don't know where all these like candied yams and like all this other. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, they, you know, these a, are just traditions. There was that another are just thing that they up. said. Another thing they said about the Mayflower was their their sugar supply had run very very low yeah so they didn't even have no so sweets. They, they had no there was no pies no desserts at that first thanksgiving but what they did have plenty of beer <laughs> so they brought hella beer with them over from england so you're saying that they got lit you know they got lit man <laughs> they you know the indians had that corn whiskey and <laughs> and, and the english had uh, that beer you know it's probably a stout yeah, probably, I don't know. No, it's probably like me or something <laughs> like that. You know, something real weak. <laughs> Flagging of ale. <laughs> All right. oh, fucking turkey. Okay, so yeah, uh, that's good. That's gonna that that's our whole little uh, uh, Thanksgiving uh, wrap up uh, right there. I hope you enjoyed that. Now Johnny's gonna uh, f- top us off with uh, some fun facts. 
uh, about turkeys, about turkeys, and about Thanksgiving. Actually, um, when the first friend fact is um, in 1939, Franklin D. Roosevelt actually moved Thanksgiving up a week. So instead of it being the last Thursday of the, the second, month, it was the second to last Thursday of the month. And the reason why he did that was trying to combat the Great Depression and seeing if he could raise retail prices or retail sales. Um, basically saying that... You make the shopping season longer. Yeah, you make the shopping season longer. If people still think... If people are in their heads think that Thanksgiving is the last Thursday but they're celebrating it another day, then they're probably going to try and spend money for the rest of the week. Was there a Black Friday back then? Uh, probably. I'm sure. Every Friday. Every Friday is Black, Black Friday. Friday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, that didn't go over so well people were like we're still broke as fuck so (laughs) we're not gonna spend money on that um so that didn't pass so back and so in 1941 so it only lasted two years he he moved it back to being um on the last thursday of the month but uh here's some fun turkey facts you ready for these i'm ready for these all right you can determine the gender of a turkey by the way it poops so I guess that a male turkey poops in a spiral formation and a female turkey poops in a J formation. I'm, I'm calling this is false. Uh, this is on the Smithsonian website. So <laughs> if they're wrong, then I'm like, who's this Mr. Smithsonian? Who the fuck is right? You know? um, have, now, I've never seen a wild turkey. Have you seen a wild turkey? Yes. When I go to Montana, I see wild turkeys all the time. They're great. Uh, I don't know what you call What do you call a group of turkeys? A f- not a flock. A gaggle. A gaggle of geeses? Right? Similar? A gaggle of turkeys? I don't know. I don't know. Email us people. <laughs> at gmail.com if you got the answer to that. Um, another fun fact. The Aztecs domesticated other subspecies of, uh, of um, turkeys and like the South American wild turkey. And then the Spanish brought those turkeys back to Europe. And those were the turkeys that were brought back over. During to North America for the, the first. Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. <laughs> a lot yeah. of boat talking. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what happened back in the day. They didn't have no planes. <laughs> so you mean to tell me that the Spanish who went over and they brought over domesticated turkeys to Europe from from Mexico, Mexico. Yeah. And then the long way back around brought they them to brought America. them right back. So about to North America. So they're getting South American turkeys from Europe. Talk about free trade. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. Sorry. Um, And so male turkeys are called gobblers after their gobble. Um, They do do this call to announce themselves to females, which they call hens, and um, to compete with other males. So um, whoever has the the hardest gobble (laughs) gets that, you know? Squad. If if that was true for real life, I'd have have so (laughs) many women out there. I am so loud, and all I do is talk. I eat why I have a podcast. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jesus. So, fun fact. Turkeys can run to a speed of up to 25 miles per hour. Shut up. Yep. They can't fly though, right? Yeah, they can. What? Uh, they can fly as fast as 55 miles per hour. Not them, not them ones you buy at Tyson, man. Those things are genetically well, see, modified. Yeah. So yeah. So turkeys are about 16 to 22 pounds. That's an adult male, you know? Um, 
but they're not flightless birds, I guess. <laughs> they can also swim, correct? Yeah. Uh, when a hen is ready to lay uh, turkeys, she'll lay about ten to twenty or ten to twelve eggs, um, one per day over a period of about two weeks. The eggs will incubate for twenty eight days before ha- hatching. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. That would suck though. Every day to just shit out an egg. You ever uh, you ever worked with turkey eggs? No, I haven't actually. Neither have I. I, I want to. I want to say like I feel like they would be similar to like a duck egg with the shell, you know, like Possibly. a hard shell and a yeah. loose white, you know. Um, but I don't really know. Oh, this is cute though. Baby turkeys are called poults. <laughs> uh, eat berries, seeds, and insects, while adults have a, a more varied diet that can include acorns and even small. This Thanksgiving, people cook yourself a poult. Yeah. Oh no! Don't do that. That's so. That's so ba- baby turkey. <laughs> uh, kind of like Bill. Everybody goes off the size of the turkey, man. I want. I want. You know. I want. I want a turkey that's wild. Right. It's free range. You know what I'm saying? Organic. Tyson. I'm all, I'm all about that. Uh, and you know, of course, with the Benjamin Franklin, he said he, he comes back again. He said it was more respectable bird than the fucking eagle. <laughs> He's like the eagle ain't the eagle ain't shit. Um, what is his love affair with the with the turkey? He had a pet turkey when he was a kid. Or he something. must have had something. He must have had like some experience with a turkey. Where he's, like, this is not is a stu- he's not a stupid guy. Um, and then <laughs> the last fun fact: uh, make it a good one, Johnny. The wild turkey was hunted nearly to extinction in the early 1900s. Damn. Right? How'd they save them? Um, they did a North American uh, restoration program and uh, saved around 30,000 birds. That's what's up. Um, and now they have brought in the numbers up to 7 million. Awesome. Yeah. Just some fun, stupid shit. There you go, people. Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving with uh, Grill Hall on Steak Mister. Uh, instead of doing uh, Ingredient of the Week um, this week, which we've been slacking on the IOWs, but... Uh, <laughs> We're going to go ahead and do um, some tips from me and Johnny about uh, cooking Thanksgiving food. Yeah. Uh, Quick and easy fun things to do is don't try to cook Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that'd be pro- that's probably gonna be me and Johnny's number one <laughs> uh, number one uh, tip is uh, do everything you can a day or two before. Yeah. Like, um, I'm going to cook on Thanksgiving just because my stuff is going to take about two hours. Um, so that's why I'm doing it. But if you're cooking for, and I'm only serving with 12 people and they're all bringing other stuff. But if you're serving a, your family, a large group of family, and I know them black families, they got them long ass tables, <laughs> long ass tables. Don't start Thanksgiving the day before. I mean, if you're serving people, if you're serving up over 15 people, you start a week before. You start, you start brining that chicken, you know, turkey or a turkey. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You want to brine your turkey. That, that's, that's, that's a big thing. Easy, 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 easy thing to do. And if your turkey's too big to fit into a container um, to brine it. Trash can. Yeah. You can trash can it. But this is one of my favorites because, you know, when you. When Garbage you, bag. No. When you carve a turkey, there's all those. You're missing a bunch of pieces and stuff like break your turkey down. Yeah. Break your turkey down into pieces, brine your pieces, and roast those pieces individually. They're going to be just as fucking juicy. I, I mean, I also, I mean, uh, cheating by turkey breast. Yeah, people, I mean, unless people like the dark meat, yeah. I mean, unless you want that big unveiling moment of where you have a whole turkey and you're about to carve it in front of the fam. Yeah, but the turkey's never hot. 
<laughs> you know, it's like the turkey's been sitting for like days, and you're just like, "All right, can we get this shit over with?" Yeah, uh, but you can buy you can buy turkey legs, you can buy turkey breasts. Uh, you don't have to get a whole turkey. See, but what you can do is if you get a whole turkey and you break it off the carcass, right? Is you make that you make that turkey stock, and then you just got turkey gravy going on. It's hot. It's hot. You know what I'm saying? Use right, that so, bird. So yeah, people. So uh, cut all your vegetables down a day or two before. Yeah. Peel all your potatoes. Get those ready. Right. Soak them in uh, water. You can get your pie mixture going. Yeah, uh, I would always say set your pie crust in the fridge the day before at least. Right. Most definitely. Don't don't do your pie crust, uh, your pie dough day of. Uh, make sure you do it a day or two before. You can even freeze it. I yeah, mean, it doesn't oh, matter. Man, I you, love if you want to make it by hand. Um, that's fine. It's going to cook the same. It might turn out even looking better because uh, a lot of times people burn their pie crust. Well, yeah, and if you if your if your pie crust is frozen, that butter's going to emulsify a little mm. bit slower. Oh yeah, and so you'll probably you'll get a flakier crust. Um, also, things to do is uh, make sure that <laughs> everybody who's bringing something knows that they're bringing something. You know what I'm saying? Get that Facebook group. Get group that Facebook started. group. It's the worst when you're like, you're trying to coordinate all this food and then you're like, oh, blah, blah. Like I was talking to my auntie today and I was like, oh, I can't get a ham. So I'm going to do a beef roast. And then she was like, oh, okay. Then I guess I'll do a turkey. And I was like, what the fuck you mean? You guess you'll do a turkey. The turkey should have already been on the table. <laughs> what are we going to do? Yeah. And then uh, also what I would recommend is, yeah, delegate out uh, side dishes to other people. Yeah. Because you don't want to be missing out on them goods. Yeah. Uh, make sure make sure you have everything. Uh, some of those side dishes are the most arduous and, and time um, involved dishes. Uh, if you just leave your, you know, say I'll take care of the meat. I'll take care of the desserts. I got the green bean casserole. Yeah. And, and listen, I, I hate to say this. I really hate to say this. Uh and I don't want to be stereotypical about being in Seattle, but make sure you have enough vegetarian dishes there and maybe, yeah. maybe one vegan dish. I don't if even want to say yeah. that. It's no, like, actually, that's a thing now because it, everyone's like vegans at their Thanksgiving with vegans and shit like that. Uh, yeah. I'm one of my coworkers. Shout out Paris. Uh, he said his sister is this is her first year, her first Thanksgiving as a vegan. And so they're doing an all vegan Thanksgiving. That sounds terrible. And I was like, you don't have to do an all vegan Thanksgiving. You can do vegan dishes for one person. Yeah, I mean, families got to stick together. That's love. But make sure you have uh, dishes that are vegetarian. Yeah. Um, and it's really easy to make those dishes uh, vegan. It's just by not adding any dairy products to it. Um, you can use oil instead of butter. I'm not love butter, but. I mean, oil is a good emulsifier, though. I mean, it's it's a form of fat. Yeah, but it, that doesn't make it mean it's vegan. <sighs> okay, any other quick tips, Johnny? Uh, you know, I don't have very many other quick tips other than actually, yeah. Uh, if you're going to cook your turkey whole, um, truss it. Um, and what trussing means is to tie your turkey up so that the legs are crossed above the back, um, of the breasts. And what this is going to do is it's going to tie those wings up too, baby. Oh yeah, of course you're going to tie the wings back, but what it's going to do is it's going to, um, trap the heat and the moisture right in between that area, which would be the first area to dry out. Yeah, exactly. So like if you were, if when you're cooking a chicken or any sort of poultry or something like that, and you have those legs exposed, all that it's doing is releasing 
using the steam um, that should be used to be re-emulsified back into your meat and make it nice and tender and juicy. So when you tie those legs up and you keep it nice and tight, it locks all that juice and that flavor in there. So you just have a real nice succulent turkey. Um, So yeah, so make sure you brine your turkey. Make sure you trust your turkey. And if you really want to go the full nine yards, cook your fucking turkey in a bag, yo. Yeah, bagging's up. Uh, also, basting, basting, basting. Basting, basting, basting. Uh, I can't say it enough. I don't care what the fucking box says on how to cook your turkey. I love uh, a little turkey I, baster. I baste that thing at least once an hour. I uh, never break out the turkey baster until it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then it's... <laughs> <laughs> also, one other, uh, one other tip that I'll give you is... Um, you can never have enough roux when making your gravy. Oh, man. So make sure that you have enough roux ready to go. Because uh, you don't want to be making it on the fly. No, you don't want to make it on the fly, and you don't want that shit to break. Right. Uh, you can so always add more roux. You can't take you any can't roux take out. It, so just it. have the roux ready to go and just keep adding it, yeah, and, adding it and adding it until it's your desired thickness. And make sure when you make that roux. And that when you make that gravy, that you let that gravy low simmer. Slow. For a while. For a while. Cook that well, flour. Oh, you don't yeah. want to taste flour when you eat gravy. No, That's the worst. Not at all. Um, okay. That is our uh, episode 49. Almost, almost, almost a 50. 50. Uh, yeah. We should play 50 Cent for our 50th episode. 50. Uh. Bentley. Uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's our Thanksgiving edition of Grow Hall Long Steak, Mister. Uh, Queef Boogie was not here. Hey, actually, he's downstairs waiting for me to let him in. Ooh, condolences. He's <laughs> out there in the rain. Feel bad for my boy. I can't stand the rain. All right. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to encourage people to uh, rate and review. Um, on iTunes. Also subscribe to it. Um, leave us a message on SoundCloud. Um, if you're on Google Play, I have don't I don't have an Apple phone, so I have not checked Google Play. What are I haven't even what our numbers Google. are looking like on Google Play? Can you Play. check Google Play? I imagine so. <laughs> we can check our numbers on uh, no we can't on Apple. No, either. the only thing we can check it on is spot or SoundCloud. On RSS feed. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, we make good good feedback. Uh, make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram and Facebook. It's going to be a uh, Grow How Long Steak Mister on Facebook and at uh, Grow How Long Steak Mister on Instagram. Uh, it's How Long Steak Mister on uh, Twitter, and uh, you can find me on Instagram at Bobby Stills B O B B Y S T I L L S. I've been getting some ads from the show. Johnny, what's your Instagram? Uh, Johnny Tsunami J H O N N Y. Just so you know. And uh, once again, we can be reached by email at a grill how long steak, Mr. That's Mr. MR um, at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, and we'll try to answer your guys' question. We've been, I've been emailing people back, so I appreciate all the feedback. Uh, yeah, it's all been pretty positive. So, oh, yeah. And before we go, I just want to give a shout out RIP Zabubafu. <laughs> The lemur that jumped into our hearts for so many years <laughs> is now jumping into the heavens. That was not food related. I don't care. <laughs> it's a boom food, duck. All right. That's episode 49. I hope everybody enjoyed. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. And uh, everybody, uh, don't try not to kill your family. <laughs> Grill. How long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>